hey everybody get your scarves get your big floppy hair because it's cold outside this coheed decemberia <laughs> it looked like dante was looking at me very confused but i think he was actually looking at something else on his that is, screen that is true <laughs> hey everybody this is the very first episode of coheed and decemberia five songs or less presents coheed and decemberia where Dante and I will talk more than we usually do about Coheed and Cambria. This week, we shall be discussing Coheed's debut album from 2002. Could have done some research first. The second stage, Turbine Blade. Hi, Dante. Hey, Danny. Happy to be here. Oh, good. Oh, Dante sent me a watch together, which I totally forgot to set up. That's okay. I learned how to do it. Good job. Um, I, I lied though. It's uh, it's it's not going good. Uh, it's it's been bad. Why? Uh, so as you know, yesterday I became a member a father? of. <laughs> no, actually, quite the opposite. I I became infertile. Um, because I became a member of the Booster Club. Oh, Booster Club. And let me tell you, I'm, I'm fine now, but, uh, boy, last night. Were you all fucked up? shit. Yeah, man. Like, I woke up in the middle of the night with, like, chills and a headache. Uh, could not sleep. It was rough. Hmm. Yeah, it was, it was worse than, like, my second full dose. I was kind of surprised by that. And then... Well, I guess not and then, but like there's been some like crazy work stuff that I guess I isn't for pod consumption. Mm. But it's uh yeah, that them crazy kids, man. Crazy kids doing crazy things. Making making decisions, let's say. Uh-oh. Yeah. Now I'm giving you the the deadpan look just like, uh, it's okay. Figure out how to set up watch together and why my fucking computer fan likes to go insane when i open more than two programs wait what do, what do you mean what do you mean you're trying to set up watch together i was trying to get in there because i'm in there in? now oh yeah, yeah. see so you're uh you're five sol yeah what's I'm that a professional it's uh it's my new band mm. five uh, seconds of love yeah well dante i'm glad you're boosted but uh that sucks you Got a little, little sickly. Yeah, it, uh, it stunk. I was like yeah. sweating, like Man. it just it felt like I had the flu, which I don't like. Yeah, I was totally. Uh, I wasn't totally fine. I just felt like kind of yucky the next day. That's pretty yeah. much it. My testicles, though, woof. Yeah, huge, huge. The yeah. size of like small grapes. Noise. All right, do we have more preamble that we want to get through? Hey, Ben. Uh, more preamble? Before what? Before we actually talk about Coheed and Cambria. Uh, I suppose not. Uh, let's get into the Coheed preamble. Okay. Um, we're starting with their first record. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about your Coheed origin story. My Coheed origin story. I don't know how I first heard this band. I cannot remember. I don't know if it was a compilation. I don't know if it was like, you know, there was, you could go on a label's website in the early aughts and stream a song or two. 
real audio player maybe. Yeah. So I don't know if it was through that, but I do remember buying the CD because I went to Pugs, which is a record store in Sacramento, a very short-lived record store in Sacramento, uh, and was looking for the CD and found a used copy. Ooh. That's always a plus because I don't want to give the band any money. Yeah, let's not support the artist. <laughs> it was I'm pretty sure it was a used promo as well, so even better. Um, so this would have been in 02 is when you yes. heard the band. Yes. So not sure how I heard them, but I heard them and I liked them. And then I saw them in July and then I saw them in August and then I saw them the next year and then I saw them one more time. So 02, 02, 03, 03. And one, and one other time. Uh, 02, 02, 03, 03 and 05. So were they were they touring four when you saw them in 05? Yes. Okay. Yes, that was the last you got time what I saw you them. Needed. That's when that's when uh you saw them too cuz that was when Me Without You opened and Blood Brothers and Yes. Dredge. Yes, Dredge. That was it was a funny show cuz like I was on the cusp of being quote unquote too cool for Coheed and Cambria. And so I wanted to go to the show. No, I was, let me just tell I, was you. I was never too cool for this band because they yeah. fucking rule. But 2005, Danny thought he was becoming too cool for this band. So I wanted to go to the show because A, it was the day after my birthday and B, Me Without You and Blood Brothers were playing. And I love both of those bands. But when Coheed played, I sat up in the balcony at the Ventura Theater in Ventura, California and uh, it was very funny because there was I was up in the balcony and there was a couple seat, couple rows in front of us and there was these two dudes sitting there just like air guitaring the whole time to like welcome home and shit. It was hilarious. But I got a very pretty picture of like you, you could see like down and it says Kuwait and Cambria, the big backdrop or whatever. And then it's like the big pretty roof of the or ceiling rather of the uh theater were you outside i was i was outside looking through a skylight yes 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 <laughs> um yeah that rocks i've i've oh i actually i lied i was gonna say i never saw a coheed in southern california but that's um yeah you just, went to never ender that's a blatant lie yeah i did go to never ender you lucky um, duck you yeah it was the i believe it started the day after uh obama's first mm-hmm um, election, hmm. I think. I know you because we talked about this before. Because they had like a poster that was somehow it had like the what is it, an elephant and a donkey on it or some shit? Yeah, but now I'm th- trying to remember if that was Never Ender or if that was just a show I saw them like at the Warfield or something. Oh, maybe I saw them at the Warfield. There's no way to know. Yeah, because I don't know that I would have gotten a poster from Never Ender. I feel like if you're going to get a poster, Never Ender is the time to do it. You think so? Well... Because that was like an event. Do you think they were giving out posters every day, though, or every a different poster every day? Because I didn't get four posters. I assumed you bought it. No, I think it was one of those, like, you know, at the Fillmore Warfield, yeah, yeah, they yeah. just, like, they, give you a poster you on the poster. way out. Oh. Hmm. I fucking got a really cool one that I liked from the Fillmore. They had this, like, really cool series... Yeah. Co he did of of concert posters. They're like I don't know maybe like you know fourteen by twenty or something like uh-huh. that. And 
Um, I wonder if I can still find them online just just to look at them because they had a lot. You don't that have I really them like liked. in your apartment somewhere or at mom and dad's house somewhere. Well, I think I only had maybe one or two of like this series, mm-hmm. and yeah, I can't imagine I still have them. They probably got ruined at, during yeah. some move or something like that. Man. Um. Well, I've I've talked about how I found this band. How did how did Dante find this band? Young, impressionable Dante. Uh, I was both of those things. I was probably 15, mm-hmm. maybe 16 when I first heard them. But my uh, intro to Coheed started with the next record. Mm-hmm. I believe I was in the car with who else but my mom. Aw. Um, Hi, Mom. Driving from the East Bay area to rescue to oh. see her dad. Mm-hmm. And... I'm guessing we were listening to 1065. Quad? Quad. 1K. I will go with. You yeah. will you always prefer three. <laughs> um That was the, the little tagline. Mm-hmm. You don't remember? What's that? Quad 106.5. Presented by Matt Pinfield. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> I, I honestly don't remember the stutter start quad thing. Yeah, that might have been more in the 90s when you were uh, a little... Uh, I don't I think was you would have gotten quad. Oh, yeah. No, we got quad out there. Did you? Oh, yeah. Wow. Quad was maybe the most listened to radio station for for me, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. this includes the 90s. Wow. Um, but uh, so, yeah, we were driving to rescue, and a favor house comes on. And I didn't Officially, know who it was. Shoegaze girlfriend's favorite song. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. <laughs> I like. I remember knowing immediately or feeling immediately that this was something different. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't really know why I felt that way. I mean, I have never. I had never, and I have never heard a voice like that before. Oh, I definitely thought it was a woman. Yeah. <laughs> Or at least I wondered. So yeah, I was just I was very struck by the song, but like I don't think they said the band name after or anything mm-hmm. like that. You didn't Shazam uh, it in time. Not in oh four. <laughs> and so later in in high school, my friend I think had also heard them, or his older brother had heard them, and started procuring some that album, and then also second stage. Mm-hmm. And then so yeah, from that point on, like mid-sophomore all the way through graduation, like, my personality was Coheed and Cambria. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Like, that's, that's what I was. Wow. Yeah. Can we talk about, um, I don't know if I'm allowed to bring this up, but uh, no. I'll cut it out. If not... Do I want to cut it off? <laughs> <laughs> when did that happen? Uh, I was 19. You were nine? <laughs> I was nine years old. Um, yeah, I was 19. Uh-huh. Uh, and I had this idea. Mm-hmm. And it was executed poorly and oversights were made. I thought, I mean, I haven't seen them really in, I mean, when I saw you in person about a year ago, I wasn't looking at your tattoos. But I probably had long sleeves on. You might have had long sleeves on. Um, but I remember them looking good. Uh, there's one of three that I like. Okay. 
I wish I had none of them. Sure, sure. I especially wish I did not have the coheed one. Um, it's just, it's kind of, I don't know what the word would be. Janky, perhaps. Okay, okay. Maybe a little poorly done. I think so. Um, the center circle of the key work was missed on the initial pass. And it was... Oh. <laughs> He attempted to add it in uh-huh, later uh-huh. on, but there was already shading there, and so it was really hard to sure, do that. Sure, um, But boy, he really dug in that needle trying to fix it, <laughs> let me tell you. We'll just take this part off <laughs> and tattoo over your... Yeah, we did a, we did a skin graft. <laughs> Man. Okay. All right. Mistakes were made. It's okay. Yeah, just a lot of long sleeves now. Yeah, lots of long sleeves. Have you ever considered, like, getting roses put over them or like roses are the go-to cover up uh why is that is it like i have no idea for some reason i have no idea but no i i if anything i would just want to get them removed removed okay okay um but you know money sure 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 yeah i think it's just as or maybe even more expensive to get them removed and i think more painful probably uh anyway coheed and cambria they're a good band huh well, I guess TBD, right? Like, we have to get through this and see how we feel by the end of it? Sure, sure. I mean, I don't I don't think my opinion's going to change. We've talked about them on not every episode of this podcast, but maybe every other episode of this podcast. All the good ones, yeah. yeah only the good ones, for sure. Well, if a band at all reminded us of Coheed. <laughs> Boy, this band bores me. Uh, <laughs> songs are too long. Sort of, kind of, but kind of not. Uh, I, I noticed something weird that we'll talk about Uh-oh. here. Uh-oh. But, uh, anyway, sh- I mean, should we get... Sh- like, there's there's one thing I want to watch with you. Okay. Um, and, and it's just a music video. It's nothing... Nothing crazy, like, look at this time that Claudio did something. <laughs> no, but that sounds great. <laughs> if... if if we can find that, we should definitely watch it. If if you're listening to this podcast for the first time, having never heard it before, um, I'm sorry. It doesn't get much better than this. So wait, that's all about like tone. You should be like, it doesn't get much better than this. <laughs> like you can make that sound a lot more optimistic. <laughs> no, I don't want to. Yeah, we so should I, save I, some other like coheed personal tidbits and history for the other five or six or seven episodes we're going to record this month. Yeah, that that's true. I, I have the uh, an idea for overrated, underrated, favorite, least favorite. It might, it might be a tough one to do just off the top of our heads, though. It might require a little bit of oh. um, remembering. Interesting. So maybe we'll save that for the next episode. Okay, okay. Okay, you want to get into our... Uh, the, so the way we do these here like binge episodes as we just kind of like go over our favorite songs uh, i'm telling this to the listener not to you dante because you already know how bored you are <laughs> that's like no, four look, yawns since we got on this call <laughs> i'm sorry it, i so i went to bed at like 11 last night uh-huh. i woke up at like two just for a moment uh-huh. but then i woke up again at like three and was up until 4 30 oh man and then i fell back asleep and then was up again at like six and then i was like shit i guess i better you know i feel like shit i might have just get up and Mm -hmm. chug some coffee and get on with my day 
And then I woke up at 1040. Dang. Yeah. Like I just, thank God, like was able to like conk out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've, all day, I've just been dragging ass. It blows. Um, yeah, it's it's fine though. That's, I'm not bored. I'm excited about, mm-hmm. about this episode. I am glad though you let uh, the listener know that we're going to do our, our five favorite songs because that'll give me time to write that list real quick. <laughs> Uh, yeah. You want to go first then? Uh, sure. Um, I don't give a shit. Okay. Um, how, how easy was this? Cause this, we love at least these first two albums. Mm-hmm. Like we love, love, love unabashedly. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know how you feel about the third. I think you feel it's probably a little more hit and miss. And the fourth, I have no idea how you'll feel about that. So yeah. we'll get to it. We'll, we'll um, talk. But h- how tough was this for you? Oddly, second stage wasn't that hard. I think I ended up with six songs originally and, and you know, had to cut one. But when we get to other episodes, we'll talk about those other albums. Um, okay. But yeah, this one wasn't <laughs> too hard. I've noticed overall... Obviously, Coheed is is a young band at this point. They haven't quite gotten their footing yet. The quality of the record on this record is almost embarrassing <laughs> uh, as far as like guitar tone. And yeah, it, it does not sound good. Uh, and there's not a, there's a lot of songs that are kind of similar, like as far as. Uh, length and as far as like tempo and stuff like that. So it was a little easier for me to to get rid of some songs. I'm like, well, I already have three songs wow. that are kind of in this vein, so I'm going to get rid of the fourth, you know? How many songs do you think we will agree on? J- just in terms of being in our top five, not same yeah, order. Yeah, yeah, This album, three. I'll take the under. Okay. Yeah, if I'm gonna make a little star though, if it if we do have three, mm-hmm. it's gonna be that one, that one, yeah, and that one. I know which ones. I think we'll. The one that I that I nixed is one that I think you are going to pick, which is the reason I nixed it. Me liking it makes you like it less. No, 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 not at all. That's you... fucked up. <laughs> Uh, you liking it a lot and us talking about it in the past made me want to make sure that we were going to have more songs to talk about. Well, that's a like disingenuous way to do this. I did that on Jimmy World too. <laughs> okay, you were disingenuous. You're just a disingenuous person, I guess. I guess. So did you did you truly pick your five favorites or did you pick like your top four and then number six because of what you thought I would pick? I picked five favorites. I don't know if I can actually no 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 I don't know if I can actually pick a top five. Like that's Oh my god. That's impossible. Like even especially when we were talking about like Bleed American. Uh no, Bleed American was easy. Um, clarity. Good example. Clarity was impossible, right? Yeah, that was tough. That one was really tough. And, uh, I, I think I fucked up more on clarity because I picked songs. 
I picked those poppy songs, which I knew you weren't going to pick. You picked the front half of the album, yeah. and I picked the back half. And I didn't pick Goodbye Sky Harbor because I knew you were going to pick that one. I mean, I'm okay. Like, if say we had four of the five the same, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Well, so we're far, gonna, this is the only playlist I've done that on. I have all my other playlists ready to go, and I did okay. not consider you whatsoever, you piece of shit. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> This is like when, like, I don't know, when the Emperor is, like, happy that, like, Luke's doing dark side yes. shit. Yes. <laughs> did I get any of that right, You Danny? did. You did. Okay. Um, well, I don't know that we've... I mean, obviously, we've talked a lot about other Coheed albums, but, like, I don't know if you know, like, my favorite songs of In Keeping Secrets and four. I know... I know of two that I know we're both going to have. But that did you not... You think so? On In Keeping Secrets, yes. We are both hmm. going to have the same top two songs. I don't know how you can know that because I don't think I know what my top two would be. Okay, we'll see. It's there's There's been some shuffling. See you next week, everyone. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> um... And so, so I got my top five, okay. and then because I think uh, most of this album is so good, I have three under the category of glaring omissions. Okay, okay. And then I have three. <laughs> so we're going to go through your top five, and then we're just going to talk about all the rest of the songs? I mean, no, we're not going to take <laughs> as long, but I, I do. I mean, we're talking about the, these albums, so yeah, yeah. I don't know. Let's, let's touch on it. Um, <laughs> Which is why we don't have to lie about what our favorites are to try to be cool or whatever. Um, and then I have I have three that I've just listed as meh. Okay, including Elf Tower. Uh, I I have included Elf Tower. Wow, number yeah. one on Dante's top five. <laughs> All right, here we go. Number five. Oh, number five. Let me pull up my timestamps here. Should I just? Yeah, I guess I'll just play the beginning of this one. Yeah. And then I got some other timestamps. Cool. I think there is a 42% chance that this is on your list. There's there's uh, probably a 42% chance um, that when you start playing any of these songs, I might not recognize it right away. A <laughs> <laughs> couple of big fans over there. <laughs> Number five, <laughs> Hair Shot Kid Disaster. That was a great scream. Thank you. Thank you. Number five on my list, um, the, the Hair Shot Kid. <laughs> I think it's okay to ask this. Mm -hmm. Is Did Hair Shot make your list? It sure did. Okay. That is one I starred. Okay. It so, sure huh. did. All right. We're at least for sure going to have two, though. That is not one of the ones that I thought 
was uh, a guarantee to be on your list. Oh, so are you thinking we might not, we might have four that or that we share now? At this point, yes. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. Um, well, since we both have it, I'm, I'm assuming we both have timestamps. I do. I have five stamps. Okay. <laughs> I, I tried to keep, because I, I wasn't sure if, yeah, you would also have have these on your list or, lot, list or not. So for the first couple, my five and four, I just did a couple timestamps so we don't spend way too much time my first one is uh 138 one is yours uh 114 all right go ahead sir oops uh, you didn't hear that so he has never ended no, i don't know what you're talking about the the song you just played it was the beginning of never ended i don't know is that a is that a thursday song no it's uh stay until wednesday song Speaking of Thursday, he says I'll have Paris in Flames referencing Thursday, the band. Remember when we talked about that before and you were like, that's bullshit. You don't know what you're talking about, you fucking loser. And then I found a, like an Angel Fire interview. <laughs> yeah, I, do, I, I remember. I do remember that mainly because my voice sounded so weird when I said it. Uh, so it sticks out to me for that reason. Yeah, I remember I was kind of bummed by that. Mm-hmm. That's a song, right? Paris and Flames is a Thursday Paris song. song. Paris and Songs is a Thursday flame, yes. <laughs> the Thursday Flame is a pretty good emo band name. Yes, it is. <laughs> I like how I like how your first note is, ooh, this references another favorite band. <laughs> this references a band I like technically more. Technically, if you go by the numbers. Yes, yes. Well, well, I, I technically like more Coheed and Cambria albums than Thursday albums. Which is crazy, because I think you only like three Coheed and Cambria <laughs> albums. Uh, I like four Coheed and Cambria albums. Wow. Yeah, and I like three Thursday albums, but I like Thursday side projects more than I like Coheed side projects. You also probably like a much greater percentage of Thursday albums. Yes, yes. I mean, what do they have total? Like five, six? Uh, I think five or six, yeah. They have Waiting, uh, Full Collapse, World of Time. Uh, oh, oh, I forgot about A City oh. by the Light Divided. Oh, man. Daddy liked that album. Daddy liked that album a lot. <laughs> For listeners uh, choosing to start their five songs or less journey at this episode, I again really want to reiterate just how truly sorry I am. And but um, <laughs> hold on, I got one more daddy. It, yeah, it it gets the longer the episodes go, the more he references himself as daddy, um, and and even worse names. Uh, <laughs> all right, play your fucking timestamp. Stop playing your guitar. Play your timestamp. Unless you can play the timestamp on the guitar. Uh, not this one. Okay. Can't wait. Uh, <laughs> just palpable disdain for each other this episode. <laughs> Here we go. This is at 138. Just uh, the the end of a verse into the chorus. And I, I really like the driving kick drum uh, when we get to the chorus. 
Josh Shepard is the fucking man. He is so creative. So creative. He, this, I remember, I mean, I never was nor am a good drummer, Mm -hmm. but I remember listening to him and being like, oh, you can just do like, oh boy, how do I even want to like say this? (laughs) He, he was like, to me, he was like a snare oriented or a snare focused drummer. Okay. Which, I don't think that's a thing any drummer has ever said. Like, of course, of course you're using the snare. It's like the most important one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just the way he would he would play his rhythms and then sometimes reverse them. Like he would do this thing where, you know, the snare would be on like two and four and then he would reverse it. So it's on mm-hmm. one and three and, and stuff like that. And I don't know. I, again, not smart enough to talk about it in a meaningful or instructive way. Um, but very cool. He plays open-handed, which I always thought was very cool. So he plays the, uh, the hi-hat like with his left and like, he doesn't like cross. Okay. Okay. That's what that means. He, okay. <laughs> he, he, he plays like, yeah. 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 Uh, sorry. Um, he also, this is something I, I love about his playing style is he has his hi-hat and his ride on the same side. Like his ride is just like really high above the toms. And he doesn't have it on the his his other side, which which is weird, but I love it. Right, B- because so he can play open handed. Yeah. Um. He and he also might have two rides where he might have an. Or I don't know. Is that true? Does he always have? I remember, uh, because the first couple times I saw them, it they were opening, and so, uh, it was like the the drums for the closing bands were already set up and and you know covered up with a tarp or whatever. And so the, yeah. his drum kit was out more on the stage. Uh, and I I just could not keep my eyes off of his drumming style. Like, it was so fucking sick. And, like, I was watching videos this morning of um, some older footage. I sent you one of older footage. And just, like, watching his face when he plays, he's always sticking yes. his tongue out. It's so fucking funny. But, yeah, he, I, he's I'm, got, like, both the hi-hat and the ride on one side, which is uh, interesting. I'm I'm sending you a picture right now via text. I let's see. I I don't know if it's gonna be like yeah, shit. It, it's sent super small. Um, oh, he has okay. all of okay. he has all of his symbols pretty low, yeah. and so I you can't really differentiate like, and they're all roughly like the same size. Yeah. So I can't really differentiate what's a crash and sure, what's sure, a ride. Sure, sure, sure. Like the the big one that's like right in front of his left hand yeah, right there. Yeah. That's typically where like a crash yeah. would go, but it does it does look like a ride, and it because it's like sitting flat. A lot of times, you know, exactly. crashes will be kind of tilted. Yeah. Um, but that so the I, other symbol on the on the opposite side is like sitting kind of funny. Yeah, it's like almost like away from him. Yeah, like, yeah. It would make it difficult <laughs> it's to turning strike away. Like clean. Oh, I don't want you to hit me. 
And this is for listeners who are tuning in for the first time, maybe Coheed fans, uh, Danny does like to do character voices for instruments. I do, I do. Let me find some photos from when I saw them in 02, back in the day when I used to actually go to concerts. Uh, while you do that, I'll, I'll, again, just touch on the uh, chorus lyrics. Um, he's saying, I need mayo. It's I believe it's General Mayo mm-hmm. is the character. What an insane choice to name him Mayo <laughs> and to commit to saying, I need Mayo. <laughs> and I don't care. It's fine. Yeah. It works. Yeah. It's awesome. It's so catchy. Um, his voice is so cool. And he does that like little, like, he does that baby voice mm-hmm. as well. And I love it all. Um, should I play my next? timestamp while you look for that or yeah, do you have another go, one coming up uh, well my next one which you might have already played through uh 238 i think you already played through maybe uh no i, I didn't okay uh go, why don't you play 238 while i'm looking for this stupid photo that nobody right. cares about i care about it 238 still searching for your face the arm that killed the president Danny's giving me the thumbs up because I was playing his timestamp <laughs> so good. Uh, I just... I. I love the beginnings of the whisper, whisper voice. Um, it, it's it's such an interesting. I mean, his voice is interesting no matter what, but his little whisper voice that he does is so cool. And I love the contrast when he jumps to his high pitched normal voice. And uh, that was a great example of it. Here's a nice. I'm going to send you two like kind of closer up images of the drum kit and since you know a little bit more about drums than I do uh I believe it is I think I've sent you this picture before because he's doing one of his funny faces you you definitely have um I'm trying to remember what song it is but he he does a quick bell hit on this on on a song um and I'm trying to remember if it was on the symbol to his right or the left. Mm-hmm. I can't really see a big symbol by his hi-hat. Yeah, it's hard to see at this angle. Plus, it's got like the weird like red stuff. I see I see the hi-hat. Where is the what you think might be the ride over on that side? Um, I don't know if you can really gotta go back to the other. Oh, here we go. Oh, here's the big big blowfish face one. Did that send? There we go. Oh, getting a lot of Claudio here. Okay, I can see it now, obviously. Um, yeah, dude, my, I don't know. My guess is that it's a crash. Well, I was there, Dante. <laughs> All right. You were still in diapers. <laughs> in 2002. <laughs> I, I told you that in conference. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, his, his, uh, back to Claudio. 
our buddy Claudio. <laughs> yep. His vocals are great. Yeah. Did you? No, we'll talk about that next week. Um, okay. What's uh, what's next for you, buddy? 326. This is... You got that too? Twins! We're like Coheed and Cambria. I don't know if they're twins. I don't know that much of the lore. They're married. <laughs> twins. Are, so twins. <laughs> <laughs> He's taking a nap. My eyes were closed, so I hope you were watching that. <laughs> oh, I was. Okay. Okay. Uh, boy, this band knows how to do a little, I don't know, bridge thing. Is that what that was? Whatever it was, it was great. I think Dante's going to attempt to play this for us. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but I can't hear myself with these fucking headphones. Hold on. And is that? Oh, oh, yeah, there it is. There it is. Uh-huh. I think the zoom's kind of choppy, but I'm nailing it. Pretty close. Travis? That's his name, right? (laughs) It's Claudio. Fuck. (laughs) Travis Barker's not even in this band. The only drummer there is? Ugh. Um, yeah, I love that, that, so, okay. In high school, Mm -hmm. this would not have been in my top five. Oh. This was like a late love for me, this song. Okay, And when the bridge kind of crystallized for me, and this is kind of true of all of these songs, you mentioned the audio quality, the, the production quality, and I agree, but I also have just come to accept that as part of its charm. Part of it is kind of endearing. Yeah, I I really do like some of the the tones on this album, even though the tones are just um, plugged in guitar. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plugged in six inch speaker. (laughs) Um, Overblown. (laughs) Yes. But that's, yeah, it's kind of part of the, like you said, it's it's endearing. Um, And also because of that, I'm like, some of it, I'm like, I can't, are, are these even riffs? Like, are these things they like wrote or are they just like hitting random notes and strings? Cause it's all, it can sound so messy sometimes. Yeah. And then when this bridge crystallized for me, the, the rest of the song structurally kind of formed around it in my mind. And I really, really, really started to appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah, I love that bridge. And then the, the harsh to baby vocals. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Very good. A nice contrast.
could just play the rest of that song. I love I love that part. Thank God for your strength. I just loved I love driving around to this, singing along and not knowing what I'm singing about because they're singing about space Absolutely. and stuff. Yeah. Oh, I fucking love it. I tried I tried to get into the comics and stuff, but I just I couldn't. I think I still own a handful mm-hmm. of them. I wish I did. The end of the song. It's a good ending. I like it. I like that that riff. I like the last part of Claudio's vocals. He like is carrying that mm-hmm. note over a couple phrases, and it it's a little bit shibuti sure. to sure. me. And I I enjoy. Oh, why aren't we doing that as part of our month? We could because you don't know much shibuti, right? A bit more than I know of any of the side projects. Well, it's what that prize fighter, weird science, mm-hmm. maybe something else. Um, what's Travis's? It's like the English Panther or some oh, shit fuck. like that. What? <laughs> what is this thing called? Sex Panther. What's Steel Panther? What's that? That's like a uh, shitty, jokey hair metal band. Well, he had something like that. Really. Maybe he's in Steel Panther. Yeah, no, he's would not. Would be weird. <laughs> Never mind. It's called Fire Deuce. <laughs> okay, that's. A, I don't know what's a better band name: Steel Panther or Fire Deuce. Depends on what Fire Deuce means, but I think we yeah, know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the '80s style metal group released their debut EP, "Children of the Deuce," on May tenth, two thousand five. <laughs> Hmm. Uh, let's see. They put out three EPs, one in 05, one in 07, and one in 2020. I hate it. Why? All the art looks so so bad. We should do a, a bonus episode where we listen to some Fire Deuce, listen to some Weird yeah. Science. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Lords of Diesel. That I don't like that scary 80s mm-hmm. MTV stuff creeps me out it's all like yeah that like weird punk artwork the davenport cabinet is that a coheed thing yeah travis is in a proggy oft mysterious sounding rock band called the davenport cabinet hmm hmm so all the all the band members of fire deuce have like stage names Mm mm-hmm Travis is Cleveland Stever. <laughs> Claudio, when he does, you know, guest vocals or whatever, it's Clyde Dirty Deuce. Okay. Josh Eppard is Deuce Newton. Joey Eppard is J.E. Deuce. Billy Riker is Deuce Freely. That's pretty good. <laughs> Chris Gartman is Gart Deuce. Um, these are a lot of these guys are in that band three. Mm. Um, Mark Shisky is Deuce Shish Kebab, <laughs> and last Deuce Kebab. 
That's yeah, very true. Uh, and Joe Stote is Dom Deladuce. Okay, okay. Very well done. I'm I'm into it, but um, I'm also into finding out what your fifth song is, Danny. Because okay. we've got uh, at least eight more to go. By no surprise to anybody, because I technically already played it. We are two for two. Two for two? Where's Never Ender on your list? So it was initially fourth. Okay. But it currently sits in third. Wow. Did I tell you uh, Hearshot Kid Disaster is my fourth? You did not. Okay. So, wow. So initially, before I changed things and fucked them up, we just had our fourth and fifth flipped. Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. Man. This episode is getting shorter and shorter. Yeah, good, because we've been recording for an hour and 14 minutes. Uh, first timestamp, 150. Um, okay, then let me get in there, because <laughs> I I have one at 113, okay. if, if you don't mind. Do it. If that's okay with you. That is perfectly fine with me, Dante. What's with the hostility, buddy? Do we need to have a little, little bro down? Any hostility from this point forward is because you said bro down. <laughs> All right, this is at 113. Okay. Love that that verse into he says mistakes twice in like nine seconds, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. But when he uses his baby voice mm-hmm. and says engraver mistakes, mm-hmm. um just the I think that's why I was so wrapped up in the story because he delivers these lyrics very much in character mm-hmm. or yeah. I don't just in in enough dynamic ways that make it very interesting and you kind of can get very engrossed in all this weird ass lore. Yeah. And I never felt like he was banging you over the head with like, I'm telling a story like kind of, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like these songs, especially early on because they sound like such an emo band. uh, You're like, wait, is he singing? Uh, First you were like, Oh, he's singing about girls, obviously. But then uh, you realize, oh, he's telling a story. He's got a whole plot line going. Yeah, all the songs can totally, you know, live on their own. Mm-hmm. And and he has said as much that that's always been important to him, yeah, that yeah. if you don't care about the story, you, that's fine. Yeah, you don't yeah. need to. I don't know. That's like a nothing part of the song, kind of. Kind of. It's also a really like kind of pretty part of the song too, though. Very pretty. Hand read seven thirty. Your, your hand read seven thirty. 
You know, I love, I love a voice waiver and, uh, boy, does he do it there. And boy, do I try really hard to do it when I sing along. What, is that your whole, that's my uh, timestamp. Will you, will you play, will you like reset and play it for another like five seconds? Maybe Ugh, if you insist. Uh, I listened more closely to the voice waiver there. Um, Mm -hmm. To be honest, maybe not something I ever really noticed or was focusing Hmm. on. Hmm. I, in that part, what I really like is the drums kind of do that thing where it's, it's going on at the normal clip. Yeah. And then he, he doubles down on a second snare hit. Yes. And the snare now becomes the beginning of the phrase. Um, just, I don't know, little stuff like that um, I always found very, very interesting from yeah, Josh. It, it's impossible not to like drum along on your steering wheel or whatever to to almost every one of his beats. When did, maybe this is a topic for a later episode, but when did he leave the band? So was, he... Was that he, after four? Correct. Okay. I believe... I believe he wrote most, if not all, of No World for Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Maybe Chris Penny recorded, though. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure. We will have to do a, okay. a deeper dive. But yeah, um, he was not with them, I know, while touring No World for Tomorrow. And he was, Josh Eppard was not at Never Ender uh, okay. when I okay. saw them. When I had to fucking watch a 10-minute Chris Penny drum solo. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Just middle finger up the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Your hat's dumb. <laughs> Chris Penny, big dumb hat guy. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, my sorry, next where were we? At, uh, <laughs> I'm looking at uh, two fourteen is my next one. Okay, and and mine is at two twenty five. So you, I don't remember when mine stops though. But you just want to play yours through a little bit sure, longer. Sure. Sure. Mine is kind of a repeat of of the voice stuff on uh here shot where he's going from that whispery kind of thing and then up opening up I love the little accents, the little guitar accents that are happening. Like first it's, it's just a little like little lick and then it's like a little pinch harmonic or something like that. Yeah. 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 Interesting little, just little tidbits. Obviously the guitar. I mean, we could just talk about the guitars like for Mm -hmm. four episodes. The guitars are always doing something cool. Every, everything Coheed's doing guitar wise, these albums is worth learning. Yeah, yeah, is is worth trying to learn. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. When we get to in keeping secrets, it's <laughs> like I'm gonna I'm gonna learn the intro, and I'm gonna learn the chorus. That's good enough for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is it? Uh, I think it's the crowing, where there's that part where it's like, dun 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 dun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like oh. it's just like I don't. 
Claudio's fucking giant bear paw mitts. (laughs) I don't know how he does it. Yeah, um, it makes no sense. In that part we just played, that line, something about uh, like things in the way they could have been or something. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Love the flow of that line. Um, That part always sticks to me. It's it's very pretty. His voice is not weird to me there. Sure. Um, And even when it is weird to me, I still love it. Yeah. Unconditionally. Yeah. Yeah. This song always feels like it's heading somewhere. Like mm. it, it has like constant uh, inertia behind it. Oh, um, if that word. makes sense. Thanks, but word of the day, I got a calendar. Oh. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, next episode, I'm going to talk about how this song is really superfluous. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. But yeah, it, it's it's always and the song does eventually build to something, but it's always kind of building on itself, and I love it. Love, love, love it. I I gotta say, and I don't know if this is the case for you, but like the this I don't know the distance between number four and number one on this list to me mm-hmm. is uh, small. It was not sure, easy. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But um, our, my next one is at three minutes even. Uh, go back a little bit to 258 and we're golden. Okay. Just can't miss out on that. <laughs> nope. Here we go. Always used to think he was saying after the fallout. After the uh, fire. It's after the fire. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, after the fallout would have been sure, fine. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Totally. Uh, what did we just play? Uh, point your gun in another direction. Love that line. Always Im- impossible not to sing along with that. Also the drums on that part too, where uh, it's like playing along and then it, it kind of like, doubles up toward the end of the phrase. Like, you know what I mean? And that's, and that's, I guess, kind of what I'm getting at is that he makes these very subtle, simple choices with his yeah. snare. He's yeah. never doing like double bass. He's, his mm-hmm. fills are cool, but they're never like going to be on a, you know, drum YouTube thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I don't, I don't know. They sound hard to me, not on this album, but on the next album, I'll have quite a few drum parts to point out. Um, cause he does do cool stuff with the, with the kick, but his snare is always very interesting and very easy to, to follow along with. And you kind of yeah. bob along with the snare the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a good way to put it. I guess that's kind of what I meant. It's like, it just kind of the focal point. Yeah. The focal point. Um, yes. Yes. Uh, and then around 325, which you just kind of played a little bit of, the the bass kind of does a little solo, something like that. And it's the bass never really stands out. But whenever you watch live videos, like I was watching, like I said earlier, some some videos today and he's always he's always walking along, walking up and down that neck. 
It just doesn't, it never stands out. Yeah, I don't know if it's just buried in the mix or mm-hmm. what. I mean, there's a couple songs, especially on the next album, that I can think of that you can hear it a little more clearly. But, I mean, and the way he plays too, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's got a little flair in his wrist and, like, he's a good bass player. He is. But, yeah, maybe there's just so much going on with the mm-hmm. guitars that you just never really get to notice it. But, yeah, Mike Todd, good. Very sad story. Yeah. I've got uh, one more timestamp at 340. Cool. Me too. I love the vocal delivery on that part. It's it's very like punchy and the drums again, can't say enough good things about the drums on any album that what what's the drummer's name? Josh Shepard. Josh is on uh not even going to try with that last name. Uh Eppard, you can't say Eppard. Eperardo? Josh Eperardo. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Eppard. Josh Eppard. I I really like the, you know, he does the like kind of normal lower singing and then the yeah. real high stuff going back and forth with that is very cool. Yeah. yeah. Um I I wanted to highlight that same part and then my last part is it's basically the outro of the song mm-hmm. though where my timestamp is there's still a minute left in the track. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. But this kind of gets you the idea. What a cool last line, and I'll be bigger. <laughs> Is that what he says? I, yeah, he's saying, and I'll be bigger. And I'll be bigger. Um, that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it so much. <laughs> that, fuck. I'm, I'm going to give this band a good rating. I'm, <laughs> you you I'm really, really like them, huh? I'm coming around. Yeah, the song fucking rules. That that's another song. This is always a mark of a good album is when your favorite song changes quite a bit. Sure, sure. Yeah. And I've probably had four or five different favorite songs from mm-hmm. this album. Mm-hmm. Never Ender was definitely one for quite a while. Yeah. Love it, love it, love it. And like I said, it's my number three technically right now. Okay. Okay. So we've we've done my five and three and we've done your four five, five and four. Yep. So why don't you give me, Dante, your number four? My number four, I, this could be Contra Versailles. Uh Uh-oh. Elf Tower. I don't know why I'm. (laughs) You really have it out for that song. (laughs) It's a perfectly fine song. I don't know. Let's go ahead and take this again. Okay. Okay. 
going to look more closely at my phone, get a better <laughs> angle, hit the right button. So I thought I heard a door. My bad. Um, number four. Number four in my top five. Everything evil. Danny's number three. Yep. Danny's number Jeez three. Jeez Louise. So, and that was my original number three. <laughs> so our, 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 wait. So we've, our three, four, five. Have been the, yeah, the same. Crazy. <laughs> There's no way. Okay. You do not have my number two then on your list. Possibly not. The we, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised. Well, no, I'm not. Never mind. You might not have my number one as well. Okay. Huh. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Ooh, this is fun. I know. Um, <laughs> I only have two timestamps for this okay. song. Okay. I I'll just really quickly say this song is like in the pantheon of, you know, must hear mm-hmm. Coheed songs mm-hmm. like at a live show. It's definitely a fan favorite. It's weird. It's very creepy. It has that like slow, like that boom, 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 boom. It's supposed yeah. to be like the knock at the door. Um, and then that creaking door open. And Yeah. yeah. Some, some kind of real fucked up lyrics. Yeah, yeah. Young almost, girl's head side and whatnot. You know, we we talk about or uh, we have talked about like seeing images in your head, listening to music, and how I don't do that. But this song gives me a very like I could see this being used in like a film noir, like black and white, super contrasty, foggy outside, and the guy walking up to a door. Doom 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 doom. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I I I can see that. Um, film noirs typically aren't that like brutal. I don't think in my mind they are, this, uh, <laughs> the ones that you're going to direct. Yes. Yes. So you never learned how to play the song on guitar. Nope. This song is so fun to play on guitar. I don't really think I remember it at this point, but mm-hmm. like I made it such a point to learn how to play the song at 16 okay. and, uh, would not shut the fuck up about it. <laughs> Cause it's very, it's, I mean, it's. If I can do it, it's not hard, yeah. but it's definitely weird. See, when I was, no, I was too busy trying to learn Thursday songs at this point. Fair, fair. <laughs> we were just, we were doing different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, okay, I almost, almost didn't put this song on the list. And yet it's your number three. And yet it's my number three because I was, I was kind of quickly going through the track list, playing the song, listening for a little bit. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. And then skipping to the next song, not listening to the whole song because I've been listening to songs for almost 20 years. Right. Right. And skipping through. And I was like, mm, I don't know. That sounds pretty good. Dante's probably going to pick it. And then we're going to talk about it anyway. Eh, I'm just going to keep skipping. And then I was listening to the whole album and the second half of this song, which we'll talk about. If That's you don't the like thing. the first half, wait for the second. Right. The, the first half of the track is kind of plotting. Mm-hmm. It's good. And it's, it's fun to listen to. And to me, that little, the palm muted part, when it gets fast, just, I'm like, oh, that's impossible. Cool. Let me see. Oh, you wait, you mean, oh, the, like the, the intro on guitar? Wait 
yeah, that first. I'm sure it's not impossible, but to my little baby ears, I was like, hmm, I'm glad he can play that. Well, the thing is, not only can he play it, obviously, but he just plays it, and his his hand is just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he not having to look because he can't see through his fucking hair. Right. Well, he, well, sometimes he very clearly is trying to cover his entire face in his hair. Mm-hmm. And also, when I play the song, I am very much like, okay, I am hammer and get <laughs> down there and then reach. <laughs> and he's just like, he's like, hand shape, hand shape, mm-hmm. hand shape, mm-hmm. hand shape. And he like never even like moves his fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's incredible. Incredible. Um, but. I, I felt very much the same way where I was like, boy, I could leave this song off because mm-hmm. like it kind of takes a while to get going. But once you're in it, yeah. you're like, I don't want to be anywhere else. Exactly. Exactly. So let's play some timestamps. Okay. My first is, aside from the intro, is 120. Here among the dead. Two things. The way he says evolve, love it. Love it. <laughs> and then Monstar. I just remember like figuring out that he was saying Monstar and just being like, this is amazing. Like I don't I don't understand, but I love it. What, yeah, when like I remember when I realized it was it was actually Monstar, not mm-hmm. just a weird way to say but, monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like He's making some choices here, isn't he? <laughs> he is. I was Mon, was that like an acronym? I don't. Did Monstar, you know, like modular Oculus Neanderthal super tired Android system or something? Oh. No, wait, that's not how. That would be Monstars. Monstar virus. The Monstar virus is a disease created by uh, Leonard. Hohenberger Hohenberger that was put inside of Coheed Kilgannon Uh, doesn't say anything about it being a acronym but it could yeah Uh, I I don't know I think there was something in the lore that would maybe it was iRobot or no it's iRo I-R-O dash bot, I think, was something. okay, okay. Um, I mean, there's so much horseshit in this fucking story. Why is the first comment on this Coheed and Cambria wiki page about Monstar virus, come on and slam, in all caps? Is it like a Space Jam reference? Maybe. Or like a slam, let the boys be boys, Onyx. I don't don't know what you're doing. You don't remember that one? No. I'm pretty stuff. sure in Space Jam they were called the Monstars. Oh. Am I going to get like really into this Coheed stuff? Because I'm like starting to read this and I'm like, I want to get really into this. <laughs> yeah. It's, and there's a lot to get into. Yeah. And I mean, it's kind of up your alley. <laughs> uh, speaking of up my alley. Remember a few weeks ago, we were talking about uh, magneting something to a to a refrigerator. 
Yes. Uh, would you ever refer to that as pasting? <laughs> no, I wouldn't, but it made me think of uh, that conversation. Uh, listen I, back to whatever episode that was on. If when I was a kid I ever pasted, essentially glued something <laughs> to the refrigerator, <laughs> that would have been it for me. Yeah, yeah. It's curtains. Would have turned mom into a real monstar. <laughs> Momstar. Momstar. Ooh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure when I first heard... Probably the first 100 times I heard that song. Oh, he's definitely saying evil monster. Yeah, yeah. I totally evil thought he monster. was saying evil. Because the song's called Everything Evil. Yeah, oh, yeah that's right. <laughs> the. It's not, it's not, it's not evolve everything evolve. No, <laughs> uh, I guess he, he does say the phrase everything evil, though. He does, he does. Everything evil in you comes out. That's about come. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> So my first timestamp is at 3.20. Love how busy the guitar is starting mm-hmm. to get. Mm-hmm. Um, I love how there's so many just first names yeah, in this yeah. in these bands this band's lyrics yes you gotta you gotta know jesse you gotta know matthew, matthew. you gotta know uh is maria maria is on devil and jersey jersey city yeah yeah uh nuo nuo um claudio, claudio obviously yes. um i know there's others i'm forgetting but yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. fun like um do, do you know are we going to talk about uh, Nuo later? Actually, we are. I think. Possibly. Because I I know some I know one Nuo fact. Oh. It might be the same Nuo fact that it might be the only Nuo fact anyone knows. Okay. It's I think it's one more Nuo fact than I know. Well, because I'll probably forget it if I don't say it okay. now. I'll okay. just say it now. Uh, Nuo Ikin. Mm-hmm. How's Apollo been treating you? Correct. Backwards. Nuo Ikin is. Nikki Owen. Oh. And I believe that was a real life, I, I want to say girlfriend, but Interesting. A, a real life someone of Claudio. Interesting. I did and not know that. That's got to be crazy. You you have a girlfriend when you're 20, and then when you're uh, 45, you still have to sing uh, her name backwards. Yeah, yeah. Weird. It's weird. Weird. Weird, wild <laughs> stuff. You know what I saw on TikTok, TikTok recently, your favorite app? that you uh-huh. get links from me from um, when uh, whatever Lord of the Rings came out the book there was actually a person named Sam Gamgee or whatever Sam yeah. Wise but it, it was just like a coincidence and so it was like a I don't know it was an interesting little factoid there was actually someone randomly called that Sam Wise Gamgee I don't know about the Is- wise part but the Sam part sure that's pretty. What was it? An English person? Don't know. I'm going to say yes. Okay. But that's a complete assumption. It could have been from Antarctica, for all I know. Is Gamgee an Antarctic name? <laughs> yes, I believe so. <laughs> uh, my, the last thing I want to play 
is at 414. Okay. I've got 403, but uh, it's just a, I want to talk about his little little prize fighter voice. Oh, all right. You want me to? I'll scroll back to 403. Okay. And I'll, you want me to stop right at four, like before mine? No, no. Just play it through. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Blue balls, everybody. Oh, Jesus, Dante. <laughs> that I was, was so much I was this close. I saw you. Oh, man. Um, there was so much to talk about there. I, I feel like that's our first glimpse at Price Rider voice. Sure, sure. But, I mean, he does baby voice in Because he does songs. baby voice a little bit in others, but this is extra baby. Extra baby. Yeah. I really good use of uh, open hi hat mm-hmm. in that part when it's kind of accenting in between the lines, and I, I would be remiss if I did not share this embarrassing fact. Ooh. Uh, when I was like I think a junior in high school, um, I started a live journal, mm-hmm. of course, and the not the like not the name I don't I don't remember how things worked, but like. What it would say on the top of your like browser window mm-hmm. was uh, "Write me a childlike letter." Oh, don't know why. Don't know what that meant. Sure, sure. But like, what, was I asking people to write me a letter? <laughs> was, I, was I saying I, this hey, is where I'm gonna write childlike write, letters? Write me a childlike letter, please. <laughs> write me a letter, but like, do it as if you were like a, like a little fucking kid. I I just loved the the baby voice. It, it's so cute. It's so cute. It's great. Yeah. It's great. Okay. All right. Let's, Can you finish let's me off, it. please? Um, did I just give fourteen ninety nine American, nineteen ninety nine Canadian to R. L. Stein? Because I have goosebumps. <laughs> that was good, Dante. <laughs> that that's why you put this song on the list. Because <laughs> yeah. yes. the last the last like minute and a half of that song is so fucking amazing. I hate this word, but it's epic. It is. It is. And yes, I would run down past the fence. Oh. Claudio. Way down, way past the fence. Come on. I don't care if the FBI is there. Um, <laughs> or chasing me or something. Also, <laughs> FBI in space? Well, okay, see, I remember, because it definitely does sound like he says FBI, but for some reason I remember like reading something where it's actually KBI, because it was, you know, some oh. fucking... Who knows? But he definitely says FBI, so I don't know. Yeah, that's what it says in the lyrics on Apple Music. 
out of nowhere, dozens of cars appear behind Patrick. Oh, yeah, Patrick. That's another name. Uh, dozens of cars appear behind Patrick claiming to be the FBI. They tell him to drop his weapon and put his arms behind his head to be continued. Yeah, the end of that song is fucking amazing. I love that the scream FBI is kind of like a voice crack scream. Like it's not a quality, I don't know, scream. But boy, is the end of that song good. Dante is maybe playing the song or maybe he's playing his next I'm I'm I also feel like I may be playing the song. Okay, okay. I'm not sure. <laughs> but uh yeah, the song's fucking good. Yeah. Number 1 should be number 1. Number 1 song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you actually uh you're up for your number 2. Number 2. Already. We're flying. We're flying. All right. Okay, I think this is going to my guess is this is where we divert ways. We shall see. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I got your back. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Wanted a drum. Wanted an air drum. New Jersey bounds. And sound is sweet. They'll find you at your most vulnerable. Fuck, that song is good. Possibly the first song I ever heard if... I did hear them through the like in your life EVR website. Fucking love it. It's instantly like he does the little thing and you're like, <laughs> oh, shit, he's playing it. That's the song. <laughs> uh, I mean, that is is just as iconic as like all. Of, it's all quiet and all of a sudden. You yeah, a little absolutely little kick part. Yeah. Number two, Devil in Jersey City. Not on your list? Devil in Jersey City, or as my autocorrect would have you believe, uh-huh. the equally interesting <laughs> Devon in Jersey City. Ooh. I didn't know there was a Devon in the Coheed lore. So Devon in Jersey City <laughs> is the first song un- listed under my glaring omissions. Oh, glaring omissions. Mm-hmm. It's not a it I, it did not make the top 5, but uh fuck, I love that song. They get right to the chorus on this one, huh? chorus can't go wrong with a song that says will you fuck me back home (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) this song is very of the time period i feel like this is in the same vein of fair weather saves the day early newfound glory like that kind of like up tempo emo pop kind of stuff and i think that's what drew me to this band and this is kind of how they hooked a lot of their fans, I feel like, because you hear songs like this or you hear um, A Favorite House Atlantic or something like that. And it's this, you know, two to four minute bop. And then you come into like, like opening the album with Time Consumer or opening In Keeping Secrets with the title track, like a complete different type of music. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. 
And I love it. I, I love that about this band. They're fully capable of writing amazing pop songs, though I, I agree that this is like other, you know, similar bands, not similar bands, but um, it, it's like those bands of the time. It's it's it, it's a song kind of of the time, mm-hmm. but it definitely has distinct coheedness yes. to yes. it. Um, they, they really make it their own, but that might have been one of the reasons I didn't put in my top five is because it it's a great song. I don't know if it's a great coheed song. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, but it I doesn't go off in really those weird. Like yeah, yeah. It doesn't go off in those weird coheed directions or anything. It's very straightforward. But like those other bands that I mentioned, with their straightforward songs, they don't do anything that interesting. Like they'll have some leads and stuff like that, and but they're pretty straightforward. And these Devil in Jersey City has some very cool guitar parts. Like, oh, play that one part. I'm gonna. I hope it's the part. The, the part that uh, in my notes says impossible not to mouth. Yeah. Okay. It's the. It's definitely the same part. I'm thinking of. Okay. that there's like a 15 second span of that song where he says let's fire it up ha ha mm-hmm. now <laughs> <laughs> this is nonsense <laughs> but because he sings things so weird and interestingly yeah because so he good. doesn't say now he says oh now. fuck how does he say it he says it in such a weird okay Let's fire it a whoop. A whoop. <laughs> ha ha. In the now. <laughs> like he adds all these extra syllables. Uh. Oh, it's so fucking great though. Drums. When you're many interesting things happening like the, the guitar doing a bunch of stuff the drums doing the like the little i don't know if it's double bass or just like bass and tom kind of right after each other great stuff dante how about you unmute yourself and uh, let me hear what you're playing i'm trying to remember uh how to play that that guitar lick that was just going on like the, the mm-hmm. guitar lick that ends of the song yeah 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 um and the answer is no i do not remember <laughs> Uh, that's too bad. That's too bad. And then the just the end of this. Hold on, hold on. I yeah, gotta, you better play that guitar lick now that I brought it up. Please, please, please. Fuck the police.
Yeah, that song gets going and like never lets up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a constant barrage. Great stuff. I'm sad it didn't make it to your playlist, but I get it. It's it would have been top eight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Probably honestly, it probably would have been sixth. Okay. okay. Probably. So I wanted to watch the Devil in Jersey City music video with you. Oh, okay. And we can just look at how cute these young boys were Aww. back then. Aww. All right, I'm going to hit play, and uh, you tell me when you realize Watch Together is fucking up somehow. Okay. It's loading. So far, so good. Look at that little baby. Little baby. In space. So, do you know... Oh, we get the whole... Uh, not the whole, but part of the intro here. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Here. So, the band is playing in some room where there's very bright lights through mm-hmm. the windows. And there's all sorts of just scraps of cloth hanging down. <laughs> Woman in a big half-egg chair. Because it's space. Yeah. So, she's just sitting doing nothing at all i want to know what the corner boys do because it they didn't tell me i you know what stay tuned we might figure it out okay mike todd always just playing his bass so hard Oh, I guess we get a good look at the drum kit. We can see where Mr. Ride is. Why is that girl so sad? Because it was 02. Oh. I think that's my favorite guitar of his. Yeah, I agree. Like Grain Explorer. Like, the white one's cool, but yeah, the the Mm -hmm. natural looking one. Yeah. Okay, so do you know who this is? Mr. Uh, Scar Arms. No. Scar's Garm. (laughs) That is um, producer Michael Birnbaum. Oh. Interesting. What happened to his arms? Um, Mike was changing his bass strings and it slashed (laughs) him. They bleeped it. Well, yeah, this is for children. You can, what? You can tell the band was rocking super hard because, mm-hmm. like, the camera can barely tell where they're going. Yeah. That's why yeah. it's so shaky. <laughs> he's going that, no, he's going this way. He's going that way. Zoom out. Satellites. Green satellites. Drums there, man. This is probably just real footage of Michael Birnbaum like in the studio just constantly (laughs) like hand on his head like how do we fucking make the guitar sound better? Is that Josh? I think, yeah. I see a red army in the battle with the blood of my own brain. 
rock. <laughs> How do you think the producer felt when they were like, all right, now you have to like just grasp at your tank top. (laughs) (laughs) That baby. That is going to be my new, uh, I'm going to screenshot that. That's going to be my new like Twitter header. (laughs) Yeah. It's amazing how little happens in this video, but at yeah. the time I was like, this fucking rules. I feel like I've seen that before, but it has been a really, really long time. That All was right. great. So uh, now, Danny, can I surprise you to my number two song? Yeah, surprise me. Here's my number two uh, that I'm playing now for the first time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. song provision. Danny, did you know I was going to have this on my list? You know, Dante, I had a pretty good feeling that the song we've talked about many times before was going to be on your top five. Have we talked about it on the pod or off air? I think both. I feel like because during this last year, which by the way, uh, happy anniversary. Um, happy anniversary. Today is the the Technical anniversary of our podcast, one year, baby. Forgot what I was saying. June oh, you learned how to play it off of that that video of the guy bouncing around all happy. Yeah, Sir Smiley. Yeah. Hey, Dante, do you have any timestamps for this song? Because I don't. No? You want to just move on to mine? Um. All right, timestamps for June song provision. Um, first of all, what does that title mean? Don't know. Hmm. It's Something like about maybe, space. I mean, but when things happen on different planets, it's not necessarily about space because it's like <laughs> they're, they're, they're still at home. Hey, if it's not in America, it might as well be space. It might as well be space. Um, well, first of all, just the, the very beginning of that song that already played, I love the crunch of that guitar. Yeah. Um, I, I know we've talked about maybe this album lacking in some technical prowess. But I don't know. Every time that song starts, I I love the the distortion there. Even though I like this, isn't like everything evil where I only like the back half of the song. But uh-huh. my first uh-huh. timestamp is two twenty eight halfway through the song. <laughs> halfway through. after he says you gotta be kidding me it's just like the the music there the guitars and drums there it's like comic book sounds it's like <laughs> foomp, crunch boom <laughs> like it's so good yeah 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 
And before that, just that that like talking you hear, that's mm-hmm. Michael Birnbaum again, the the oh. arm scar guy. Interesting. Okay. Um yeah, he was he was doing a lot for this yeah, album. Yeah, apparently. And then just a few moments later, mm-hmm. we get into one of their more just straight up emo lines. So you get doused in kerosene, emo bands love kerosene mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. matches, bringing up the two. And also before that, you get cut my heart in half that's, and discard the evidence. I believe that's paper cut my heart in half. I'm sorry, paper. Oh, even even, even more, more emo. Even more. Also dropping the dropping the name of yet another band right where you cut that off is Boy Sets Fire. Oh, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Both this song and never, I can't remember which one's which. One of these songs is, okay, this song is five minutes and 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. Never Ender is five minutes and 22 seconds. Oh. Both of these songs feel longer to me, only in that they have so many things going on, like they have so many parts. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's kind of a staple of at least early Coheed. It's just part, 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 part. Yeah, Not yeah, necessarily yeah. holding too strongly to traditional song structure yeah yeah it's not always verse chorus verse chorus they do this song in particular i remember you talking about that when you were learning to play it like how it's just like okay and uh now now we're gonna do this part and now we're gonna do this part that kind of structure yeah it it's it's again kind of like what i said with hearshot when like i kind of that bridge crystallized in my mind and like i learned how to play it Mm -hmm. learning how to play june song kind of changed how I think about it because I used to think about it as this just kind of like amorphous song that uh, I know can be played but <laughs> not really like yeah, not that yeah, it would yeah. be so hard but like I just never like took the time to really think about it it's all oh, it's just some like drop D chords like it's sure. not that big of yeah. a deal I remember this story and I, I'm pretty sure it was June song with that you know, it would have been like 04, maybe 03, 04. They played this at Warped Tour mm-hmm. and got booed because it was like too long or like not a favorite that the crowd there already what? knew or something. And I remember being like, oh, wow, that's crazy. Like people don't like June Song. And then it's like, it's only five minutes and 20 seconds. Like it's not that long. That's um, fucking ridiculous. Th- I, 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 this is what I remember a story I heard when I was in high school. So, oh, oh, I thought this was like you were at Warp Tour. No, 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 no. Oh, I heard okay. this secondhand. Okay. And then the, just the last part I want to play of this song. I know t- technically, objectively, this is nothing like, again, the production is nothing mm-hmm. amazing. The mix is probably uh, objectively bad. But everything comes together at this part and it fucking. Hits so hard every time. Oh, who's a big Yanni guy now? <laughs> I do love Yanni. I'm giving you Yanni. Here we go. This is at 414. Okay.
And then the fucking last 30 seconds through that, like, weird, like, coheed outro linking one song to the next. So, like, mm. really, the, the actual song is, like, four minutes and 50 seconds. Okay, okay. Man, the drums on that part. Yeah. Fucking forget about it. <laughs> oh, because they're from New York? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah, I always loved when that, there's, like, a, like a quick pause. I probably should have played a little bit before that just to kind of lead us into it. But there's, things are getting busy, and then there's, like, a rest. Mm-hmm. for a beat or two and then it all comes back in and that that lead guitar is getting like really high and busy and it always just like got my like adrenaline going and, <laughs> sure, and sure. you know hair on my arms raised love that part um when you said that you left off a song or two because you're like oh i already have one of these mm-hmm. i thought you were maybe talking about june song and never ender yeah i mean june song never ender and uh uh, headshot or hear shot, uh, are kind of all in this like similar tempo kind of thing. And, and I feel mm-hmm. like they're not all that different from each other. Interesting. See, I, I always thought hear shot was very much its own thing. I definitely see the June song and never ender mm-hmm. comparisons. Mm-hmm. And also they're back to back on the track listing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's June song by number two, number two. All right. Are you ready for my number one? I am. I, I, I hope it's also my number one, because how special would that be? Could be. I w- it's, it also could be a song that I have listed under meh. I'm going to be sad if that is true. gonna play the whole intro yeah sure A goddamn intro. Time consumer, everybody. Time consumer. Joint number ones. Joint number ones. I I I gotta be honest, I'm kind of surprised that's your number one. I love this song. It it's is a, so good. It is a glimpse into the future of Coheed. Mm-hmm. If you buy this album because you like Devil in Jersey City, and then this happens. <laughs> You know, it it kind of takes you by surprise. It's got some fucking crazy guitar work by Dr. No for some reason. The intro is possibly the most intricate thing on the album. Guitars, yeah. bass, and drums included. I I, I, w- I would agree with that. Like I have always, I mean, I can't not. Uh, first of all, I can't not do the bass part. 
that part. And I also can't almost do the, do it wrong the second time it comes around because I think it's going to come earlier. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is a very fun song to drum when I had drums set up in my garage mm-hmm. when I lived in Colorado. Uh, this would get played quite a bit, so the yeah. neighbors got just the <laughs> drums of Time Consumer. But man, it is so fucking, so fucking fun to play. Mm-hmm. Um, there's that part. Let's see, do I have? Yeah, I have this little flam fill. Um, well, actually, first of all, just at the very, very beginning, what is that sound? It's like it's like an electronic chime. That it's it's like oh, the like chimes. Yeah, the thing I said that was like chimes. Yeah, and I was agreeing with you. Do you think that's just chimes? Yeah. Oh, it It might be. It also sounds like it's. It might be fake. Okay. Because it was early Uh, in their career and they couldn't afford real chimes. (laughs) Couldn't steal it off some old lady's porch. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay, this is at 28. I mean, we just listened to all of this, I guess. (laughs) But I just want to, that that flam fill where it's, whatever, fuck it. Right there. I mean, it's very simple. Just yeah. Bah, bah, bah. yeah, yeah. Um, he he does all these cool little simple touches. Then there's a lot of like flourishes on the hi hat, the hi hat. You mm-hmm. know, where like he's going from like quarter notes to I think thirty seconds on the hi hat. Oh, it's it it's not jazzy, but it's like I don't know. Maybe it's just more like mathy in a way, or I don't sure, know. There's just yeah. more going on. Um. It's really, they really composed something instead of it just being like a guitar-driven intro. Yeah, yeah, totally. It It's the most like the rest of their catalog, uh, or what I think of when I think of their catalog, I suppose. Though I wish they have more. They had more time-consumer-like tracks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know if they really did anything that I would consider is to be similar to time-consumer. Hmm. I guess we'll see as we go along. Maybe that can be like a... Something we think about. Are any of these songs like Time Consumer? As we go on, <laughs> we'll consider. Are these songs like Time Consumer? Aww. Does that work? Yeah, yeah. I love it. <laughs> cool. Maybe if uh, Shuge's girlfriend listens to this, she'll finally put to rest this. She She's absolutely certain that I'm a good singer. And I don't know why she thinks this. I have never sung in front of her. Okay. Never will. I, I will not, not even like carry. along to music in the car or anything. No, stoic. I don't oh, talk yeah. in the car. I don't talk in the car. That's why this <laughs> eighteen-hour drive to Sacramento is going to be a little tough. <laughs> okay, so my my first um, timestamp post intro mm-hmm. is at two forty-seven. I got way before you, buddy. All right, go for it. One thirty. Uh, I'll just play it and then we'll talk. Okay, 
What a way to start singing on a debut album. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, had you never heard Devil in Jersey City and you just picked up this album because you liked the album cover or you read a review or something like that and you get through the long, at, the you know, minute long intro track and then you've got almost a minute of, or a, about a minute, maybe even a little over a minute of just noodly intro and interesting bass drum and hi-hat. And then you get into this like, whispery Claudio voice and then into the extremely high pitch Claudio. I know it was never a problem for me. Was it ever a problem for you? No, not at all. It, I knew it was weird, but I loved it. Yeah. So many people, like a, a friend of mine, I remember when I was first listening to Coheed, he was like, well, the first thing I ever, I hear the first thing I listen to when I listen to a band is the vocals. And then I listen to the drums. Yeah, thumbs down, right? Thumbs down. Former friend, I would hope. Listen to the vocals first. Also, also became a very big Coheed fan a couple years oh, later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. But yeah, I just, I love, I'm such a fucking loser. And the, the only word I can think of is I love just the balls that it took to do this. See, I wonder if he even considered it. Yeah. As yeah. oh, this might be not the most commercially successful. Almost, I mean, way almost even things. like Keith. Like he's like, no. Yeah. That, when we when you know after the episode came out and we were chatting, he was just like, no, that's just the way I sing. Like that's yeah. what comes out of my mouth, my Muppet mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, poor Keith. I know. We love you, Keith. But yeah, it, it, it's fucking great. Get over it, you losers. And come fly into space with us. Okay, it's not all in space, but that's, I mean, one of them's Jersey City, one of them's New Mexico. Just the transition into that chorus is fucking great. Josh on the drums is Josh, right? Josh Googly Moogly is his last name. Mm-hmm. Uh, Googly Moogly on the drums, just fucking ruling that fill. Jo- Josh Eppard. Uh-huh. That's a very uh-huh. simple Eppard. Two two syllables. Uh-huh. Ep- Eppard. Josh Epperano. Okay. <laughs> You really want to make him Italian. <laughs> Still with the drums on the chorus, but all that weird shit happening on the guitar during that amazing chorus. You guys, you did it. You did it. You wrote a banger. Hey, if you play two, two, uh, pl- your next time stamp at 241, I'll love you forever. Okay. I will do that. I would do it even if you didn't love me forever. 241. Oh, what a guy. Here we go. Pain is only a pose If you just stop it 
Taylor. Yeah, that's that was also um, my my note there. Is that where perhaps the Get Up Kids influence um, affected them? No. Oh wait, are we turning this around? Okay. I thought you were saying the Get Up Kids influenced, or Coheed influenced the Get Up Kids. I don't know, maybe. Because didn't you tell me that I did? I did. Claudio referenced the Get Up Kids. Yeah, but that was uh, in reference to In Keeping Secrets. Okay. Okay. It was an influence on that album. I wouldn't be surprised if they were fans of the Get Up Kids before that, though. Sure. Yeah, it'd be weird if they only had like heard about them in the <laughs> year between Second Stage and In Keeping Secrets. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's keep on going into the chorus. Okay. There's Maria. Mm-hmm. We got our. We got another first name. And Matthew as well. Mah- Matthew, good night. Matthew, good night. Matthew. Also, b- before that, he he says the line, um, "Pain is only opposed if you just stop feeling it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember being on some coheed. I believe it was called Cobalt and Calcium. Okay, I, it was, I vaguely remember this. It was like a forum or message board mm-hmm, or something, mm-hmm. Coheed fan page, and there being like debates about what these songs mean. Sure. And there were, there was some sort of discussion about, is it like, you know, is it like kind of that drill sergeant mentality of like, just just choose not to feel pain? Uh-huh. Um, or was it like, oh, like, if you could, I don't remember. I don't remember. But I just remember that being yeah, yeah, a line yeah. of... Of uh, debate, utmost importance. Yes, oh, yes. yes. <laughs> uh, and you know what? It turns out it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> um, my next timestamp is actually right where we left off. It's three fifteen. I just I love the like the clean tone we get in uh-huh. right here into like then it gets into like that distorted jam. I have uh, the exact same timestamp three fifteen, but um, nothing written after that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, just three fifteen. It's good. Such good delivery. He, I want to go back because he says, uh, when will you believe me? I, I believe is the order of words there. Uh-huh. There is so much space between believe and me. <laughs> he does that often. That, that it fucks me up every time. Yeah. It's like, believe who, 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 who. <laughs> Plus one more time. <laughs> believe me <laughs> he thought he thought he had a sneeze and so he was like <gasps> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then that line um what what did, what did he say when did i say to murder i can't remember it yeah now. when did i say to murder uh 
So good. Yeah. So hashtag so good. For those of you still listening, mm-hmm. um, sorry, sorry. For for those of you that have fallen asleep and woken <laughs> up around this part of the pod, hey, wake up! Um, Come on. You you got at least three more episodes of us going. This is so good. <laughs> you know that part also kind of reminds me of that the the last time stamp I played of June song where mm-hmm. everything kind of comes together and I know this song just really encapsulates kind of like what you said. It, it encapsulates. All the sounds and tones and choices that I like about yeah, yeah. certainly this album and, and mm-hmm. to a grander state, this band. It's got all the, it's the Coheed thesis song. You know what? I was going to say, isn't this just a good thesis statement? But oh boy, how obnoxious <laughs> is that? <laughs> so I, I, I'm glad, yeah, I'm glad we we're on the same page there. And then my last timestamp is 454. Okay. Uh, I've got around. 408 basically like the dr no solo um okay okay explain this to me i don't i don't know this so the the crazy solo that happens on this song around it starts around 408 is played by a legendary punk guy dr no is that the like kind of like weird like crawly screechy yeah it starts like guitar yeah okay continues throughout the rest of the song uh, i don't know i don't doctor know why he's on the song how they uh got that hooked up but what band is he was he in? in i always want to say bad brains uh doctor no is in or was in stigmata dead kennedys the exploited reagan youth and no okay um so Gary Miller, better known by his stage name Dr. No, is the guitarist for Bad Brains. Is there two Dr. No's? Maybe. Coheed, Dr. No. Dr. No guitarist, Washington, D.C. The D.C. one would make a lot more sense because it's that side of the country. Oxnard, Dr. No. I am now Googling. That's a band. Dr. No is an American punk band which began as a Nardcore band from Oxnard, California. So maybe you're just combining the band name and thinking of the guitarist? Maybe. Maybe I'm just all fucked up here. For a long, long time, I thought it was Bad Brains Dr. No. I thought it was a guy named Dr. No who was also in Bad Brains. It says, he also performed a solo on Coheed and Cambria's Time Consumer for the first album, Second Stage Sure, but I believe he collaborated with Deftones on Saturday Night Wrist. This is the Bad Brains This guitarist. is... I believe Bad Brains Guitarist, yes. Okay. Huh. Okay. So fuck Oxnard. Oxnard. Fuck you, Oxnard. Gets no love. Southern California can eat shit. Yep. Interesting. Hmm. Get your own goddamn water. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so that's uh, somebody else playing guitar, and uh, it's real shreddy. 
Yeah, I, I had no idea that was uh, someone not in Coheed. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah. That's very cool. says be forgiven and then then gets into the nahahahahas nahahahaha to you as well um i wish in devil in jersey city he said let's fire it up naha and then i guess that's still that same solo kind of weaving its way through you can hear that screeching um yeah that that's very cool i'm i'm really happy i know that now i'm i just can't help but think because you know how you were saying you had a friend, and this is probably a very common mm-hmm. reaction is, yeah, boy, this guy's voice, what are they doing? Is this this is kind of silly or weird or whatever? Mm-hmm. Is Dr. No doing someone a favor and then listening to this track that he's soloing over and just being like, what the, <laughs> what the, the fuck? Because, fuck? <laughs> like, I can't, this, it doesn't sound like bad brains. No, no, it does not. Like, do you think he respects what Coheed was doing here? Maybe. I mean, since this is... Confirmed DC Dr. No and Coheed's from New York State. They knew each other. Maybe like he's Dr. No is friends with Claudio's dad. And that's how they. I was thinking may, maybe more someone at the uh, the record sh- label. Sure. Could be a lit label thing. Could be a, you know, something dad. like that. Yeah. Time consumer. It's fucking Can't great. We had four of the same Four of the songs. same. Yeah. That's okay. Wow. All right, so your number six was June Song. Yes. Mine was Devil in Jersey City. So that basically means we had five of the top six mm-hmm. the same. Mm-hmm. We're basically twins. My, yes, like a married couple. <laughs> the other two that I felt were glaring omissions, mm-hmm. Godsend Conspirator. Okay. Which... I like, but don't love, and that June song, Never Ender, God Sent Conspirator, are three somewhat similar mm-hmm. style songs. The oft-mentioned Elf Tower. It's a good song. Which I like a lot. There's one part of that song where I will like rewind and like just listen to this part hmm. over and over, hmm. and did I did I write that down or cue it up or even listen to the fucking song? No. 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 Elf Tower is a, f- a fine song. I've probably listened to it all the way through like twice. Oh, wow. Ever. Okay. Yeah. And then my my meh songs, uh, 33, mm-hmm. and possibly my hottest Coheed take. Delirium I don't trigger? like, I don't really like Delirium Trigger. Hmm. I but I know people who love that song. Yeah. It's just kind of slow to me, and yeah. It's kind of a halftime song that doesn't really do much of anything exciting. Yeah, that's it. A little too plodding mm-hmm. for me. And thirty-three, it's not like I skip it. Thirty-three, it's just another one of those one that's that's you know a 
A boppy poppy hop pop song. Boppy poppy hoppy and sloppy. <laughs> That's how I like my like, beer. Hoppy and sloppy. Cause, cause, what, what, do you, what do you mean like sloppy? You mean like wet? They're all wet. <laughs> Sloppy you mean like not you mean like not in a glass like you just want to like lick it off the counter yep so yeah i guess that rounds out and then i just kind of packaged the title track into time consumer to be honest sure sure do you um when you put on a coheed album that has an intro like that do you listen to it or do you just skip right to the to the meat <laughs> um well at, like you i'm a vegetarian uh, yes which is why I'm so healthy and don't have stomach aches all the time. Uh-huh. But no, I yeah, I typically skip them, mm-hmm. I think. Especially if there's someone else like in the car or something. So they're yeah, just not like, yeah. what, what are we doing here? What, what are you making me Can you pick up you the fucking bone? I'm, I'm really excited about our intro. I'm excited that that little riff fits in with our tappy riff. Like they work together. You, you can stop saying our. I, I had nothing to do with any of that. It's our podcast, Dante. We made this podcast together. Okay? I like, I would like, you know what? Here's what I want. I want this to be canon. It's five songs or less with Danny Ensley. Every week you have the same guest. <laughs> with him as always is Dante. <laughs> And this week, no, no, not even say with always, just always introduce me like I'm, I'm a new guest and never, I'll never say like, oh, it's nice to be back or thanks for having me uh, again uh-huh. or a return. No, no, no. It's, and this week's guest, uh, a, a music fan all the way from Wyoming. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> Who the fuck lives Dante? there? Dante. <laughs> yeah, I would just, not, not because I don't want to be associated with this, but ooh, to watch myself like from any responsibility (laughs) well i think our intro is pretty fun and i think it's even funner because the coheed theme fits in it totally i agree yeah it's gonna be a good it's gonna be a hit it's gonna be a hit all the kids are gonna play it there's gonna be a tiktok dance to it Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. when i was at a hotel over the weekend in denver was walking out to the car and it's maybe like i don't know 10 a.m. or something and there's a family of four i think it's a mom and three daughters in like pajama onesies with like a hood they're kind of like black and red like plaid uh-huh. type style with the, the phone like leaning against this pillar in front of the hotel and they're doing a tiktok dance in like the street that goes right up like to like park in front of the hotel <laughs> And I'll just, I guess I'm supposed to not acknowledge this. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> it's very weird. You just honk but. at them. Get the fuck out of the road. <laughs> Dante, that was fun. That was a fun three hours that we just did. Bye. Thanks for listening, everybody. Join us next week when we talk about In Keeping Secrets of Silent Earth. Three. Colon three. Colon three. Mm, three colons can you imagine aka my favorite coheed album oh spoiler bye bye i don't remember how to play that song anymore
<laughs> That's going in the episode. <laughs> wrong, wrong album, but you know. Oh. Let's see what do we have on what, what songs are on this album that we're doing today. <laughs> <laughs> we're already off to a late start. Uh, feels like this episode might be a never ender. Uh, let's uh, see. You're it's gonna be a real here sharp here here sharp here sharp pod disaster. I was just gonna uh, say that's what your kids are, but not change yeah, the title yeah, yeah. at all. 